The following message comes to you from the pulpit of Zion Primitive Baptist Church in Zion, Alabama. For more information, please visit us online at zionpbc.com. I want to welcome you today to the Zion Primitive Baptist Church podcast. This podcast is an outreach of Zion Primitive Baptist Church, which is located in the Zion community near Gordo, Alabama. I'm Elder Chris McCool, and I serve as pastor of Zion Primitive Baptist Church. We are a congregation of believers in the sovereign grace of God where families worship together through the simple practice of preaching, praying, and singing. If you live in this area or are visiting here, we would love to have you attend worship services with us. We meet every Sunday morning at 10.30 a.m. and every Sunday evening at 5 p.m. and the first and third Wednesday evenings at 6.30 p.m. I'm happy to note that our daily podcast is featured on Grace Alone Radio, which you can find at gracealoneradio.net. You can find the schedule on the website, and you can also download an app to your phone so that you can listen wherever you are. Grace Alone Radio is a 24-hour streaming service which carries the message of God's sovereign grace around the clock and around the world. Zion Primitive Baptist Church is located at 9487 County Road 49, Gordo, Alabama. That's near the intersection of County Road 49 and Alabama Highway 159, about 10 miles north of Gordo, Alabama, and about 8 miles northeast of Reform, Alabama. If you're interested in finding more sermons, you can go to our website at zionpbc.com, that's z-i-o-n-p-b-c.com, where you'll find all of our posted sermons as well as a link to subscribe to our podcast. You can also subscribe to our website which will update you every time a new sermon is posted. Yesterday, Elder John Morgan Owens began explaining the parable of the sower and the seed. This parable, found in Matthew chapter 13, is not a parable about who's going to heaven and who's going to hell. Rather, it's a parable about how people hear and receive the gospel or reject the gospel and why. Join us today as he concludes this sermon by encouraging us in the ways that we can move from the wayside and the stony ground and the thorny ground into the good ground. But first, we have a song selection that I hope you enjoy. After the song, please stay tuned for another message of God's sovereign grace from the Zion Primitive Baptist Church pulpit.
go out here and we see a tree and it's and and brother Seth could identify it before we could of course but if I see a tree that's got apples on it okay I know I, now I can't look at the bark and I can't look at the leaves and I'm not the number one in the in the nation or the world or whatever brother Seth is I can't do that but if I see some a tree with an apple on it guess what I know that is an apple tree okay now Jesus here says this category, this person with the stony ground, they receive the word and then they spring up with joy and then the tribulations of life come along and they wither. So that tells me, joy is one of the fruit of the Spirit. That tells me you've got somebody who is bearing fruit of the Spirit. Now, uh, you may have had this before, if you've gardened before, if you've planted something. You may have had plants, maybe tomato plant or something like that, and it is just booming. It is, it is producing uh, all season long. But you also, from time to time, may have experienced having just a dud, right? A plant that has um, a few uh, tomatoes, and then it just quits, it quits producing. Maybe that's just me. Maybe that's just been my experience of being bad, okay? But does that change the fact? It, the fact that it does no longer have fruit, does that change the fact of what it is? Can that, can that tomato plant, or like we said earlier, that apple tree, can it identify as something different? <laughs> oh, we're getting into politics now, aren't we? Can, he, can that apple tree or that tomato plant say, well, I identify as a pear tree today, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to produce pear uh, fruit. No, that's not how it works, okay? You can't change the, the fundamental truth. So just because something is no longer producing fruit, does that change the fact that it's, let's just stick with one example, that apple tree. If it is no longer producing apples, is it still an apple tree? Yes, it is, okay? And so this is not an example of somebody who falls away and goes to hell. This is an example of a child of God who, who experiences the joy, that fruit of the Spirit, and has a situation in their life where trials and tribulations come along and, and they can't endure it because they're not mature enough. They're not mature enough and they've not built up enough in their faith and so they drift back into their old lifestyle or whatever it is. And that is still a child of God, okay? They're still an apple tree when, they, when, when they're not producing apples, okay? Uh, another, thing, another thing that I know this, this passage to be the truth, and I know that it, it is a, a referring to different categories of children of God, different categories of hearing the gospel and responding to the gospel, is because I've been in these situations, okay? I have been the person who, is, who has been at the meeting and been in joy and, and felt like I'm on the top of the mountain, and then Monday morning comes along and trials and tribulations at work, and I drift back into whatever I was doing before. Now, otherwise, you would have no hope, okay? Uh, because if that was a category of person who dies and goes to hell because they didn't have good ground, then we have no hope, okay? And have any of you ever, have any of you ever in your life not backslid, okay? 
Have any of you ever in your life been perfectly only ever the good ground here? No. Okay? So, that's what, that's what discourages me about this teaching of gospel regeneration and good works and things like that is because it puts the burden on you and, and, and me and we can't carry that burden, okay? Jesus carried the burden for us. But now there is a beautiful teaching uh, and instruction on this if we understand what it is, that this is hearing the word of the gospel, and, and how you react to it, how you respond to the gospel. All right, so moving on. We've got verse 22. He also that receives seed among the thorns is he that heareth the word. Once again, you've got somebody who can hear. You've got a, a, a live person, a born-again person. And the care of this world and the deceitfulness of riches choke the word, and he becometh unfruitful. There's a lot of things we can, we can get from this. For one, Jesus uh, says again, they hear the word, and then the cares of the world, everything comes up around them and chokes it out, and they becometh unfruitful. Notice, that gives us this understanding, this sort of connotation, that there is fruit being produced, Okay? But then, after the cares of this world come along and choke it out, he becometh unfruitful. So, so uh, just like that, uh, that example that I used of the tomato plant, maybe, maybe uh, some uh, thorns, some worms, some things come along, and all of a sudden, when you might have been uh, producing good, you start to see the, the, the fruit production uh, start to wane a little bit, okay? But it does not stop being that tomato plant, okay? It's always that. Now, so I'm sure you have uh, experienced this. This is the category that I find myself in the most where, where you know, I'm, I'm, I'm showing some fruit maybe from time to time, but then the cares of, of the world come along, all the billion things that you've got to do, and your checklists and everything, and, and everything's breaking at the house, and your skirting is, uh, you know, is blown apart by the wind, and your dogs are going crazy on it, and there's holes in the side of it, and then you're cutting grass, and you fling a rock, and it knocks out your storm door, and everything's, everything is falling apart, right? Well, you know, that happens to all of us from time to time. You know, more, uh, some situations are more serious than others. Sometimes it's, it's very serious. And that could begin to, to choke out, that could begin to uh, choke out your lifeline, okay? Now, the beauty of understanding what this passage actually is talking about is that you can do some things about it, okay? You know, if you want to be that good ground, but you're finding yourself in, in one other category, maybe you're in the wayside, and you're, and you're hearing the word and you're just not understanding it. There's a way you can fix that. You can study. You can study more. You can ask questions to people. You can study with, with uh, people who understand that topic a little bit. I have many times. Look, just because I'm an ordained preacher doesn't mean I understand everything in here. Okay? I have things that I have to uh, try to understand. And I have, I have talked to Brother Buddy about it. I have listened to other uh, preachers who have, have done in-depth studies on it, and I have gained 
great light in those categories. Okay? That's a way that you can help with that category of ground. And then you've got this other one, if you're a stony ground, if you just don't have a lot of depth there. Okay? That's been me from time to time. Where, uh, you know, the tribulations of life hit you and you just don't have enough anchor there to, to weather the storm. Okay? Well, there's ways to do that too, okay? You can bust up those stones and those rocks and start digging deeper. You know, in the parable, Jesus teaches another parable of the man who built his house on a rock. Notice that, that he didn't, he, one person built his house on the sand. And then, of course, as the waters come along, it, it washes his house away. The other builds his house on the rock, but remember, he didn't just build his house on the rock. He digged down. He dug down his footings until he hit something solid. Okay? And that's where he placed his house. You know, we've got uh, situ I mean, you could really use an example of, of what we see and observe. We've got, you know, uh, friends and family members. Uh, uh, Brother Mackey's sister, Laureen, used to live on the river down there, and it, it's been flooded you know, you don't just take a house down there and you say, I'm going to build it just on top of the ground. No, what you do is you, you dig down deep and you find something. You've got to dig deep down there at the river to find something solid. But you dig down deep and that's where you lay your footings, onto something, onto something solid. And that requires work. It requires work to take all this rocky, uh, these, these things in your life, and to bust them up and to dig down deep. That's going to take work. And that's, that's one of the problems that gets me. Is that I'm in the stony ground. And then I get over into the thorny ground because cares of life keep coming. And then I don't take care of the problems of, of my faith. And digging down deep and working and studying the word and prayer. And, in, and uh, spending time with my Lord. And so what's happening is that I'm not taking care of getting those rocks out of the way so that I can grow, right? It takes work. And then also, if you've got some thorns growing up around you, uh, thorns and, and thistles and weeds coming up around you that is, that is restricting your growth, your spiritual growth. Now, as Brother Chris has said before, you can't help... Uh, you can't help when your ox is in the ditch, okay? There are situations in which these thorns come up around you. And maybe it's the first time, maybe it's the second time, maybe it's just random that these, that these particular uh, instances are around you. But as he said about that uh, ox in the ditch, <laughs> if your ox is in the ditch every day or every week, you need to get rid of the ox or fill in the ditch, one, right? You need to take care of one of the problems that are causing you to be there constantly, okay? I'm telling you. I thought about this with what we, our dogs. I'm telling you. You could go up there and look at our skirting and, and know my, what the pain that I'm going through, okay? But our dogs have been a, a constant uh, thorn for me, right? I love my dogs. I'm just, I'm kind of kidding, but... Uh, there have been times where they're howling and they're waking up cow, and I'm sure they're, they're bugging uh, Brother Chris and Sister Sherry all night long, and there have been times where I have said, i I gotta, I got to either fill in the ditch or get rid of the ox. You know, I've got to go out and, and take care of business. And I've threatened to do that a few times, but then uh, we've tried other ways to, to calm them down. So uh, 
Anyway, <laughs> silly examples, but you have examples in your life that you know of that are, that are sources either of anxiety or stress or distraction that keep coming up time and time again. And you know, when you're gardening, when you, you, you plant something and you water it, you fertilize it, whatever you do, and you have weeds coming up, you don't just say, well, let me, I'm just going to leave those there. I'm just going to leave everything there. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let these thorns grow over it. I'm, I don't care. No, if you're gardening it and you're being serious, unlike me, you would go out there and you would weed it, okay? You would take care of these competitors of, of its attention, okay? That may mean you have to, uh, and look, I'm stepping on my toes here. It may mean that I have to examine my life. If I'm not growing good fruit, if I'm not uh, thriving in the service of the kingdom, and if I'm not uh, experiencing the love of, of the brethren and all these beautiful things that you get as a fruitful child of God, if I'm not thriving, I need to look and see what ground am I in and how do I fix it, okay? And often for me, it's I've got to, I've got to be very honest with myself and see what is that distraction in my life? What is that thing that is, that is taking my attention and pulling me away from my service to the Lord. And as Jesus said, uh, he, he, doesn't, he doesn't beat around the bush as to what to do with those things. <laughs> he says, if, if thy hand offend thee, cut it off. If thy eye offend thee, pluck it out. If you've got something in your life that is distracting you, get rid of it. Kill it. All right, so verse 23, he says this. Let's finally get to some good news, okay? But he that receiveth seed into the good ground, as he that heareth the word and understandeth it, which also beareth fruit and bringeth forth some a hundredfold, some sixty, some thirty. Here's, here's the encouragement. Okay, so it's discouraging in the fact that I, I rarely see myself in this category. Okay, that's sad. But here's the encouragement to keep you pushing and keep you uh, uh, getting the thorns out, getting the rocks out, uh, studying more to understand better. Here's your encouragement. is that you're not looking at a small return on your investment. Okay, You're looking at big returns. Okay, I've tried my hand at investing. Uh, me and my dad tried our hand in investing together. Let me tell you. Well, I, we, get, we went negative, right? We didn't, we didn't gain money. We lost money, right? And so that's a lot of work, a lot of time. I, I spent hours and hours into studying and all this kind of stuff, and we lose money. And it's like, well, great, you know? This is not one of those kind of things, okay? This is not one of those things where you're going to spend hours in it and hours in it, and then the, at, the, at the best you get a 0.1% return on your investment. No, he says, he says some brought a hundredfold, that's a 1,000, yeah, that's a, no, that's more than that, that's a 10,000% increase. I can't do math, so don't even think about trying to correct me, okay? And then he says, some 60 and some 30-fold. So at the, at the least, at the least category, you've got somebody bringing forth 30 times more fruit than the, the labor put in, Okay? And that's amazing. So if you're sitting there thinking, why would I spend this time today 
to study 15, 20, 30 minutes, some, any time, five minutes, to take this time to study the Scripture when I could go and do this other thing. You know, maybe, maybe you're dealing with stress, uh, stress or, or depression or whatever. It's a bajillion other things you could be dealing with. And you say, no, my doctor says I need to do this. I need to do exercise, okay? But then you trade exercise for uh, the Scripture. You know, exercise profited little, Brother Mason, as they say, right? Uh, it, it does profit you, but your return on investment for your time is not as big. You could, you could take five minutes and working out, right, and, and it would barely do anything for you. But five minutes in the Scripture, and you're talking about 30, 60, 100-fold increase on that, okay? I'm not, I'm not actually criticizing working out. I need to work out myself, okay? Uh, but I am saying this, that you, in your daily walk, you have a responsibility as a child of God to grow and to thrive. You know, we're not supposed to just uh, we're not supposed to just stay at the same level. Because guess what? You're not going to. If you're just if you're just keeping the status quo, you're going to be declining in your growth. You need to be thriving. You need to be. Uh, I need to be. I need to just go ahead and admit it. This, this sermon is for me, okay? I need to be thriving in my study. I need to be showing forth fruit. When people see me and interact with me, they need to know, they need to say, this is somebody who is a child of God and, and, and they get encouraged by being with me. That's what you could be. That's what I could be if I take the time if I take the time to, to dig deep, to cultivate the ground, to get the stones out of the way, to get the, the thorns out of the way. Um, that's what this is about. Okay, This is not about eternal salvation. It's not about uh, gospel regeneration. It's about you as a child of God and, and how you hear and how you receive the gospel message. Okay, It is a very, very practical uh, parable. Okay, it's not about uh, things too high to understand. It's not about end times. It's not about, uh, as I said, eternal salvation or eternal damnation. This is just about your walk in life and how you deal with things. And I want, from the bottom of my heart, I, I want to see each and every one of us thrive. I want to see there be so much fruit spilling over to you that, that you can't help but infect other people with it. That's what I want to see. And the Lord gives you a, a clear uh, path to do that. But it's going to take, it's going to take work. And it's going to take time. Uh, and unfortunately, that is uh, two limiting factors for me. But, he says, the encouragement that we have is that you will have a return on your investment. At the least, 30-fold. <laughs> but you could have a 100-fold increase on that time and, and, and effort. I, I pray that's an encouragement to you. Thank you for joining us today on the Zion Primitive Baptist Church podcast. I hope the message has been uplifting and beneficial to you and that the Lord will continue to bless you to grow in grace and knowledge of the truth. Join us again tomorrow for another message of God's sovereign grace. If you would like to subscribe to our website, please go to www.zionpbc.com and sign up for email updates. If you have any questions, please feel free to contact the church at zionpbc1847 at gmail.com. 
That's Z-I-O-N-P-B-C-1847 at gmail.com. Or you can email me directly at jchrismacool at gmail.com. That's the letter J-C-H-R-I-S-M-C-C-O-O-L at gmail.com. Again, thank you for listening. May the Lord bless you is my prayer. We thank you for listening to today's message. For more information, please visit us online at zionpbc.com. 